Hi, I'm Terry. And I'm Seal. We are so excited about <laughs> launching our podcast called Two Scoops, which is designed to empower you to lead a healthier lifestyle. Each episode will provide helpful tips on reframing your thinking and considering new possibilities for your life. Hi, everybody. I'm Terry. And I'm Seal. And we are, we are two, two scoops here. of inspiration. <laughs> so <laughs> laughter, right? So important. We are here with two amazing women, Courtney Gendron and Ashley Kimball. And we have invited them to come on to the show because we know that we're all dealing with disruption. Our lives have been somewhat turned upside down and we're all navigating to find a healthy new normal. And what better people to talk to us about that than two moms who are often put in that position of accomplishing everything I just talked about. How can we steer the ship and get everybody to a, a calm place and uh, rather than me talk about it because I have no children we're going straight to sources that do and uh, thank you guys so much for coming on the show today and I know Seal's going to kick us off with a, a really basic question yeah I, again like how are you all are staying sane like and managing <laughs> like this is what this is where it gets real so we're going to get to the real deal so first question Ashley I'm going to go with you Share your family dynamic. Who are you, kids, age, husband, all of that stuff. Give us the 411. Well, thanks for having me, and um, I'll do my best to share a mom perspective. Um, my own sanity may be a loose term some days. <laughs> uh, I have two kids, two boys, one who just turned five and one who's seven. Um, my husband is here working from home. He's normally travels a lot, so that has been a big change for us that he is here every day. And yeah, we're just um, living it like everybody else. You know, I'm just coming into this truly as a, a mom to share my experience in the midst of this um, kind of crazy thing that we're all living through at the moment. I have no parenting expertise outside of trial by fire. And uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not an educator. Um, I'm a lawyer by training. So this, is, this thing has been very new for me. So that's, that's who I am. So how about kids and pets? Two boys, ages five and seven. And then I do have a puppy we got at the very end of last year, which has been such a joy. His name is Tonka, and he is um, about seven months old and just so cute and never has a bad day. So if you're ever having a bad day, you go to Tonka because he never has a bad day. So we okay, can I, well, I was going to say yes. really quick, Carrie. Uh, you're in a really quiet space right now for having boys <laughs> and a puppy. <laughs> I'm locked away in a chair's room. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So I was just going to say Tonka, just like most dogs, is probably so spoiled because I think we have all taken our pets on more walks than they will ever experience ever in their lifetime. And yes, to your point, Seal, it is really quiet. <laughs> Two boys and a husband. <laughs> right. I think you're locked in the attic. <laughs> right. Somewhere. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. It could, could pop in at any minute. <laughs> okay, Courtney, we're going to go to you. Fill us in. Like, tell us about what's going on, like who you are, um, your family dynamic, and all of that. Yeah, we have a, a pretty full house right now. Uh, so my husband, who usually does travel every Monday through Thursday, is here. Uh, and he luckily has his own office space, so we leave him alone. I have two boys, ages 12 and 6. And then we also have our um, au pair, who is living with us as well. And also the world's oldest cat, Sophia, who is 16 years old. 
Wow. wow. <laughs> and now let's hear it for the boy moms. That's all I got to say. Oh, <laughs> From one yeah. boy mom to another. Oh, like the man land. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but I, what else, like, as far as you, Courtney, like, how are you with all of that? Like, you're in a, you're in a quiet space, too. So do you have designated times or do you have a designate? This is, like, your designated office that you go to? It is, yeah. I uh, used to work from home. I still do work from home, uh, but the space was created for me when we bought this house. So that, those are doors that my boys know once they're closed, they're not supposed to come in. I am in the basement. <laughs> the attic in the basement. I love those two places. This is where we have to hide. <laughs> That's so great. So, you know, it is interesting. I, I was thinking about the word boundaries and how do you find that sacred space in your home where you can recharge when all of a sudden everybody's packed into a very small space more frequently and often than normal. And so that leads to really the next question. And so Ashley, how have you adapted to this new normal? What have you done to keep your sanity? Well, I will say at the beginning, it would sort of seemed like an experiment. It was like, oh, wow, we kind of don't have any obligations, time commitments. Here we are. This is kind of fun. It's, you know, obviously there was a lot of tragedy going on in the world. And that was, of course, you know, terrible and being glued to the news and constant updates and all of that. But, um, but in terms of our house, because none of us were sick, you know, it was kind of nice to have what seemed like a break. I think for me, it really hit home when we found out that my preschooler would no longer go back to school and he's going on to kindergarten next year. And the day I got that email, I just broke it down into tears because I just felt like, there was no closure for him, for me, the school that I'd been so invested in for so many years. It's just over. It's gone. It's, you know, and that just made me really, really sad for him, for his friends, his teachers, everybody. So I think at that point, I definitely had an energy shift. And, you know, once they announced that the older kids' schools were going to be closed for the rest of the year, you know, at that point, it was expected. So I didn't have quite the same impact. But I would say adapting to the new normal for me has required a lot of effort to maintain a routine and sense of balance because it's very easy to not do that. So I think on the days where I have veered away from a routine or away from balance, <laughs> the, uh, those days have been the most challenging in our house. And, you know, I think I've realized that my own energy level really informs how my kids behave. So on the days when I am really upset or stressed or worried or just at my wit's end, they are too. And if I can switch that, which I've tried very hard to manage that so that they're not feeding off of that kind of an energy. So I guess um, that's sort of a convoluted way of saying, you know, I think I've, I've tried to maintain a routine in terms of my own life and my life as a homeschool teacher and, you know, parent and caregiver and cook and cleaning person and all of the things that are going on in everyone's lives. And some days it's really, really hard. And some days it just works itself out. It's definitely been an adaptation process. And I feel like there was one specific day for me where I felt like it just, the energy changed. And then I kind of had to pull myself back from that um, brink of being really upset and get back kind of into into the routine and getting the positivity back and saying okay what are we going to do to because this is a long time ahead of us to keep going that's 
probably what everybody's felt, mm -hmm. Ashley. And you know, you look at any loss of a routine that was normal and felt stable. We do go through almost like the stages of grief because we are losing something that was, you know, part of our lives. And so we do move through these waves that we're fine and then all of a sudden we're not fine and then we're able to adapt and then we adapt for a while and you're like, well, wait a second, I thought this was not going to last this long and oh my gosh, now it's another month or whatever it might be. And you're like, wow. And so part of it is just to stay very much in tune with where you are and realize that the emotions are going to ride those waves a bit and to just keep moving back to that place of just trying to stay grounded and trying to lean into hope, but be okay with the breakdowns because that's part of the grieving process, moving through it rather than trying to shove it somewhere. And so I'm glad that you were, you know, you, that you felt comfortable to, to be transparent and, and that it's just not all been, I just adapted and it's perfect that this has really been a, a process and, a, and, and some struggle in there. And um, so thank you for sharing so openly. And it's comforting, like it's comforting to hear other people um, that are having those breakdown moments. I, we've all had them. I've had mine too, a breaking point. And so when you hear it coming, like, I, you know, just meeting you today, Ashley, and hearing you say that, you know, out loud, how comforting that is for me and whoever else is listening um, that may have faced it and felt weak at that moment, like, I'm stronger than this. Like, so I appreciate you. Yeah. Being vulnerable and, and opening up that way. So court, how about you in terms of, um, you know, how you've been able to adapt and what you've kind of been experiencing through this, what I would call continual transition really. Yeah. I would echo everything that Ashley just said. Uh, when, when we got the call that schools were closing, I, absolutely shut down I went to my room I said guys I'll see you tomorrow and I just cried because that my kids were missing out you know I've got a kindergartner who's missing his first year of school I've got a, a new sixth grader who's in middle school and then just I, I grieved for them and I think saying that we are kind of going through this grieving process is exactly how I would say it is uh, we you know I hit that denial you know, we went to the beach when we this is first happening we didn't think anything of it we're like oh it's just like the flu no big deal uh, but then when they started closing school and telling you to wear masks and it, it got really real really quickly and that was just a lot for me to process and then to also help my family process it along the way so the next question is, what has been your greatest challenge and how have you dealt with it? So in all that you've already kind of, like Terry said, we've unpacked, what in that for you, Ashley, has been like the greatest challenge of, of everything that's been going on? What's been the greatest challenge? I would say the greatest challenge for me um, at this moment has been um, the idea of maintaining the stamina going forward, um, knowing that school is closed until... August, we don't know if there's going to be summer camps, we don't know if the pool is going to open, we don't know any of those things at the moment. And, you know, we've been in this for a while now, and hitting that point of mile 13 of the marathon kind of thing, like, how do you keep going? And so that that I think is one big challenge. Um, another one I will say that I think I had earlier in this process, and I've kind of let go of, um, and maybe this is helpful to share as well, but is needing a break from social media comparisons in terms of what other people are doing. 
that I think, you know, some people are very open to share everything that their child is doing all day. Um, and seeing that as a parent sometimes is like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough or, oh, we didn't, you know, I didn't incorporate whatever it is today, an art project, or I, that kid's working on math and we didn't do math today, you know, whatever it is. And um, having that sort of like guilt or worry or comparison of, am I failing at this? I really had to let go of that and limit my social media time to connecting with people or following things that I want to follow and not saying, hmm, these people are doing all these things I'm not doing because maybe it's, you know, it is what it is. Everyone's doing their own thing. Um, so those two things I would say were, were challenging. And I want to just chime in on that with the social media because Terry and I've had these conversations um, and I've asked Terry, I'm like, Terry, have you noticed a difference on social media? Like all of a sudden there's like, um, it's gotten kind of quiet to some extent. And I'm seeing a lot of the same people, but not the people I would normally see. So with you saying that, that's really driving it home to me as to what's going on and that there are people that are disconnecting exactly for the same reasons that you are, um, just to kind of separate yourself from that. Uh, so I really, I, that's really interesting because we've had those conversations about social media. Uh, Courtney, your turn. So what's <laughs> been the greatest, tell me what the greatest challenge has been. How are you dealing with it? Uh, the greatest challenge is keeping my boys out of this room. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm walking, um, but really, it's it's a it's adapting to it and allowing myself to have grace because at any time I feel totally fine, and then sometimes on Sundays I just completely shut down. I don't want to do anything. I want to lay in bed till twelve o'clock, and allowing myself to do that and telling my husband that it's okay that I'm doing this because I just need a minute. I just need a break, and then we'll get back to whatever crazy schedule we're going to have during the week, but it's, it's really talking to people, talking to my family, listening to them, because thankfully we don't all go through the stages of grief the same way. So sometimes we're all in denial, sometimes we're in acceptance, and then we're coming back around to depression. Uh, so just um, allowing ourselves grace, allowing myself grace, um, breathing, doing as much yoga as I can, and, uh, and being there for my family in this house. Wow, that's powerful. And it lands us back into the land of um, self-care and self-awareness and permission to just be and to honor without judgment where you are and to meet yourself with compassion and to do the things that you need to do to take care of yourself, whether it's take a nap, do yoga, pause and say, everybody get away from me. I just need to breathe by myself behind these <laughs> doors or in this closet for like three or four minutes. And, and I love, you know, Ashley, your self-awareness around the social media is getting out of the land of comparison and removing yourself from things that might trigger guilt or move you into a space where you're being influenced from external sources that are impacting your own inner peace and sometimes social media, we can get sucked mm -hmm. into that. And so, you know, it's kind of a, a, a y'all both drove towards not just this is where I've landed and it's been challenging to keep stamina and it's been challenging to keep the happy face. But in awareness of that, these are some things that I've done to navigate around it and to make sure that I'm listening to what I need and I'm practicing self-care. And I think that's maybe a central piece 
that any mom out there would appreciate and, and probably important to remind you if you're out there and you feel, you know, out of balance is the importance of pausing. And we talk about that word a lot and how can I take a minute just to get grounded and it is okay if I want to cry, it's okay to feel these different emotions because we're human and rather than staying busy or shoving them somewhere, just really allow them to, to rise up without judgment and what can you do to take care of yourself in that period of time, especially when you're feeling anxious and out of balance. So some really great ideas there. So we are getting into such incredibly rich conversation and I do not want to stop. Um, but so that we don't wear you, the listener out, we are going to continue this next week. So we'll have a part two and we will have Ashley and Courtney back on to continue to unpack how we can keep sane and our families somewhat happy and order to our lives during this time of uncertainty and Asil, how can people find us? That's right. You can find us on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram under at Two Scoops of Inspiration. And then you can also reach out to us by email if you have questions or if you have ideas for podcasts. Uh, feel free to reach out to us, Two Scoops of Inspiration at gmail.com. I love it. <laughs> All right. We are Two Scoops of Inspiration, Terry. And seal. Signing off.